Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, High Fivers? This is your boy, High Five Tom, and I've got Too Slow, Will, on the other side of the country. Will, are you this evening? Oh, slow, all right. <laughs> but it's all right. Will's not the one that's too slow. You're too slow. So until we figure I'm out like, a proper nickname I'm for like you. Too slow, Scorpio. That's funny. Yeah, and for the usual, Will and I have been talking for 45 minutes in pre-production, so you guys missed out on all the stellar content, and you're just going to get this now while we're recording. So, um, But Will, how's your week been? Happy New Year and all that good stuff? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, listeners. Uh, it's been all right. Trying to eat healthier, drink more water, watch more wrestling. Yeah, Ring of Honor Revelry is having its one year anniversary. That's right. We got a we got a like, party or something. Like, should I should I get balloons? Yes. <laughs> how ring, how ring. how obnoxious would it be to send a balloon to Milwaukee? Uh, inflated or? Oh no, I mean... I'm, sending, I'm sending you like inflated balloons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before it was just like you know the a deflated balloon. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to like the dollar store and get a bunch of helium balloons filled up. I'm gonna stuff them in a box and be like, I need this mailed like next day to Milwaukee. Yeah, you got a big like refrigerator box. I'm like, uh, sir, why does your box weigh thirteen ounces? <laughs> like, is there anything fragile in here? It's like, nope. Kinda? <laughs> it's a gas. Oh, that'd be the thing, right? It's, it's filled with a gas. That'd be a... That's a yeah. no-no. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny, though. Um. Yeah, I mean, New Year's is... uh. Yeah, New Year, Um. same shit, different day in a good way, so... New Year, same us. Yeah. I did finally watch uh the Brian Keith versus Speedball Mike Bailey match. Um, from freelance wrestling, uh, I think it's the show that my buddy went to. Oh, so he goes to that show, but he doesn't go to AEW. He, he, he did. He did go to. Is it from like a from like a month or so ago? Yeah, yeah, I think it's the one he went to. He's 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 got the he's got the bug now. Now now he's got like more feelers out. He's like itching to go. Okay. Well, there's uh, you should tell him talking uh, Vikingo and t- uh, take a shit up are gonna be in Indiana on January 21st for Warrior I don't Wrestling. Don't know if he has a car. There's a Greyhound bus. The Greyhound bus station is ten minutes from the venue. Speaking so. of live wrestling, by the time you're listening to this, I went to a wrestling show. If I saw oh. you, great. But I probably didn't since I think. Most of our listeners are closer to Tom than they are to me. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, how, how's the show, Will? I'm hoping it went really great. <laughs> I mean, I paid for the VIP package, right? So I get a front row seat. I get a T-shirt. It doesn't ask. It didn't ask me when I bought the ticket what size my shirt is. So we'll we'll see if I get a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> if I only get an extra large, Tom, you're getting a W WFA WFA. Uh, nice. T-shirt, sweet. I get Excellent. a, I get a popcorn and soda voucher, and I get photos 
with all the champions with the straps. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I have no idea who the champions are because this promotion just started back up. Yeah, but we'll hmm. find out. They've they've got names announced, but there's no like matches like out there. Well, I'm stoked you get to see Jake something. So that's yeah, that'll be next Friday. That's next Friday. So as you're listening to this, and if you could potentially be in the Lowell man or Lowell uh, Massachusetts area for Friday the 13th, chaotic oh. wrestling pandemonium. It is Friday the 13th, huh? It's going to be Friday the 13th. That's why it's pandemonium. Huh. Jake, something's going to be in the big six-way main event. Winner gets a shot at the Mecca. We are big fans here of the Mecca here and, on uh, Ring of Honor Overy. We'll put out some well wishes to Davian, former guest on the Shining Wizard podcast. She's away from in-ring competition for the foreseeable future right now. Uh kind of question that she was working hurt or something recently had some kind of surgery and said she's going to be out kind of like indefinitely for a while so she's selling like all the gear pretty much anything she has to sell she's been trying to sell yeah but well wishes to her uh it'll be a little bit of a bummer to see her go but i can't say i'm disappointed that uh you know we're starting out with the mechade the can't mechade. wait to get- I can't wait to yell at some fucking townies. Tell them yeah. to shut the fuck up and sit down. I'm yeah. gonna go, go full Bowman on them. You fucking bozo. So, ah, so your buddy. So you was at that freelance show, huh? He so was. He saw, he saw perks in action. He would have. He, he posted a picture of Bounty Keith. I'm like Bounty fucking Keith. That's cool. Really want to see Bounty Keith. Yeah, big fan. Huh. So if he's in a car, so it's, wow, yeah, because uh, AAW runs in that same building, so. I'll have to go to the next AAW show. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, the next one I'm going to be at in March. So um, there's a different podcast that. So we'll talk about that for sure. So um, I'll try yeah. to get. Into, I'll try to get into to link up with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm a lot of fun at wrestling shows. So I'm a lot of fun fucking period. Well, you've been to wrestling shows, me, Will. I have. I've been, I've, been, I've been to two. We've even had dinner together. And... We, have, we have you because of your restaurant suggestion. Phil Ray shout, shouted me out and ran over Kevin's. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That was that was pretty funny. So um speaking of the shining wizards, uh Will. What you got there? Some butter? Yeah, I'm assuming the cats like butter. Yes, you like to go next door. How much do they eat? Uh oh. The cats ate the bad. butter. So it looks well, high fivers. It sounds like <laughs> sounds like Mabel and Blanche got into the butter. Cats get into everything. Cats are nightmares. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely true. Our our cats give zero fucks on this end. So we 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 got a spray bottle, right? Because we were like, you know what? Yelling, clapping, wrapping them on the nose, and whatever they don't they don't care. We'll try the spray bottle thing. They back down if they see the spray bottle in your hand, but as soon as you put that spray bottle down, they're jumping up on the counter next to the spray bottle. Now, you actually have to use said spray bottle. Oh, I do. Okay. These cats get baths daily. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell uh, Don't tell my better half, but yeah, one time, uh, Chico, I used my water pick on him. <laughs> Being really, really... Like, the one thing he's really not supposed to do is eat his sister's food, and he did. 
and I was really upset. So yeah, I used the water pick on him from across the room. So he's still scared of that thing. So keep going. We, sorry, we try to keep. It's not that we have an issue with her eating the food. It's the fact she Mabel will shove Blanche out of the way and yeah. eat the food while because Mabel sucks it down, where Blanche actually just like eats like a normal cat. Yeah. Chico's pretty much a fucking... Yeah, he's pretty much a vacuum cleaner, right, Chico? And then his sister will eat a little bit. She'll jump off, eat a little bit. You know, but he'll weighs her by like three and a half pounds, so... I'm not doing treats yet, buddy. We'll do treats after I'm talking to Uncle Will and all the high-fivers. High-fivers, say hi to Chico. Um, what up, Chico? But, but this is a wrestling podcast, and uh, a quick cut quickle uh, Quick a, a couple. Quick. Oh. I love a quickle. A quickle. Uh, Pro Dragon Nuts. We did get an epic uh, question of dishonor from, from Brundon this week. Oh, I, I derailed. So, speaking of the Shining Wizards, Will, um, for those of uh, the members of the Patreon for the Shining Wizards, uh, if you're in a certain level, you get your name picked out and uh, you get to join the show. And for February, Will, any idea uh, who's joining the Shining Wizards? Oh my god! After all these years, the Shining Wizards podcast is going to be fucking over after eleven great years and two months. Subscribers are just going to drop to zero. All the other patrons are going to cancel their patronage. Yes, folks, you are hearing it third here on Ring of Honor Reverie, your very own Oakland-nominated podcast host. William Mercier Jr. Yes, will be on the Shining Wizards. I will be making his making his debut after eleven years of dedicatedness to the show. I'm looking forward to it. I don't care what Will says. We all know he's going to kill it. So everybody tweet Will and tell him how awesome he's going to be at the show. So, but congratulations, Will. All fun ones on there. It's just daunting. Like I can't do. Can you beat that? Because I don't know shit. Yeah. Walking down the aisle, I don't have like enough of like the historical thing to be like, ooh, wow, let's go. So it's like I can do like a rewind and do like I don't know, like my first pay per view, maybe, maybe a two thousand three Royal Rumble. I know at least one one of the Kevin's is a big big fan of the Royal Rumble, so yeah. that's an option. Especially or, who knows? Depending on what uh, interviews they have lined up, maybe I maybe I sit in for the interview. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, Jossie Tom uh, High Five Tom is a big fan. Jossie did not show up this week. I was kind of bummed about that, but it is what it is. Current a, current AAW champion Jossie. Oh, that's why he didn't show up. He's hung over. Could be. I mean, he part, was hanging with Calvin Tankman, so he was part. Ooh, yeah, big big Calvin Tankman fan. But yeah, listen. If if I ever do win this thing, and if I don't, I'd be really irritated. It'd be kind of weird, but um, I already know an event I'm gonna pick. If the guests aren't doing, yeah, I'm definitely not doing down the aisle. No fucking way. Or I mean, you can't. I mean, can you be it's, sad? It's it's fascinating. I love listening to the down the aisle stuff because they know so much and they go through. It's like, oh, and there was this, and then there was this. But it's like I just don't know enough. And again, that's my fault. I'm not big on going back and watching older wrestling. I tried. Even like when the network first came out, I tried going back and watching some like not even like it wasn't necessarily like older stuff, but even stuff that was just like a couple years before I started watching. And even then I was still kind of like, I don't feel 
invested, like I really need to watch this. It's done. Yeah, but you say Chaotic's on Twitch now, right? So Chaotic is on Twitch. They live stream every show. So you can just do it down the aisle for a Chaotic show. I could. I don't Maybe know. I'd have to look into how much of a pain it is to get like a specific event you want. I've heard it's not the most user-friendly thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure around with it, too. Yeah, because I've got Twitch, so... I, oh. I I have it on my phone, too, but I, I never use it. Now that Impact doesn't stream on Twitch. <laughs> right. So... Go watch but, that Steiner promo. <laughs> yeah. Well, Will, I'm happy for you. I'm stoked. I'm excited for this. It's going to be awesome. It's very cool. It's one of those things where I, I say I've been dreading it the whole time. Ever since this was an option, it's like, oh, no. Someday my name's going to get picked. Yeah. You know, and shout out to our good friend uh, and fellow high fiver, uh, David Henry Bow the Third, is a previous uh, guest on that show. Yes. And uh, he killed it. And also, uh, pretty much the, the, the triumphant of the Ring of Honor rubbery, Brundon was also on that show. Yeah. He's he's a third man. Yeah. Speaking he, of which, I mean, oh. he's like a, he's like an unofficial junior wizard. He's like a junior wizard because he gets all the, the notes. Yeah. And I guess. Um, I didn't. I didn't catch Wizards After Dark yet. Uh, I, I also have not watched that yet. I was using my free time this morning to watch Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like he. Uh, oh, speaking of which, there's a new Shining Wizards watch along. Kevin watched the 2004 2004 SmackDown Royal Rumble. Kevin Garifo busting out some Patreon exclusive. Yeah, uh, that's something I got to do this year too. Now me. I have not listened to any of the Patreon bonus content the entire time it's been a thing. Let's see here. Part of it is because my laptop's a piece of shit. Well, yeah, that doesn't help. So, And the, the mobile app hadn't been working on my phone for years. But so, I'm, I'm going to have to tune in. 2004 what? SmackDown, that's prime my viewing. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh yeah, fifteen uh fifteen people battle to see who's gonna face uh Brock Lesnar it says. I know I, I no question watch that. I know I have. Because right. I oh, exclusively watched SmackDown for the first solid chunk of time when I first started watching wrestling. My mother wouldn't let us watch Raw. Yeah, that's funny. Thought uh because the the hot was being action. Um and they, they thought Smack SmackDown was considered to be a bit more tame. Yeah. Than Monday Night Raw. I mean SmackDown was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about brand supremacy, having that dedication where it's like, I like SmackDown more. I'm a SmackDown guy. Yeah. Well, Will, um so a, a quick programming note, listen and in turn good segue here. Our good friend Brundon did send us a question of dishonor. Um, a very awesome question of dishonor. Unfortunately, he I got stuck a, at work all week. He sent us a fucking SAT question. <laughs> yeah. Not the tag team. <laughs> no. Um, so we're going to do this in two parts. So I'm basically going to read the question. And uh, I have started my list, but I'm going to give Brundon's list. I'm not going to do his bracket. Uh, but we will finish this next week, Brendan. So basically next week you have a week off. Um, but this is a very thorough question as we will get into because we don't have much to review for TV. But we'll get into that real quick. Uh, but Brendan's question is, 
It's 2013, and Ring of Honor decides finally to bring back the pure title. They decide to make a 24-man tournament. Eight foreign wrestlers, eight Ring of Honor wrestlers, and eight other U.S. wrestlers from any fed. The final is a three-way between the three groups. Go. LOL from Brunton. Um, I've started my list. I will go over um, that next week, but I do want to shout out eight, or, uh, Brunton's 24 competitors. Um, I won't do the brackets or anything and because uh, he was definitely thinking out of the box here. Um, but this would be pretty awesome, Will, if this actually happened. So uh, basically in the Ring of Honor bracket, he's got Davey Richards, Kyle O'Reilly, Charlie Haas, Shelton Benjamin, Ciampa, Roderick Strong, Eddie Edwards, and Bobby Fish. I mean, honestly, you really can't go wrong there. Um, and then in the USA bracket, uh, local feds, he's got Daniel Bryan, Alex Shelley, Christopher Daniels, Chris Hero, Kurt Angle, Tyson Kidd, Dolph Ziggler, AJ Styles, and I already said Alex Shelley. Um, that's so a fuck before, before we start recording. I was griping about not knowing who even was actually competing in 2013. And now I just feel silly. Kurt Angle was still around. Oh, he was probably an impact, right? Yeah, but I mean, any fed. So even if he's in WWF. I was. I never watched Impact, though, so I wasn't thinking about, like, Impact. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm terrible at this. This is supposed to be fun in a terrible way. Well, we, we do have a reprieve. Uh, it's what? been... Let's. Let, I want to hear his international people. I want to see and how that, many of these people I know. He's got Rocky Romero, uh, okay, versus Lil Sombra, who uh, turned into Andrade or uh, Andrade Cien almost. Shibata, you know Shibata. Yuji yep. uh, Nagata, ZSJ, uh, Doug Williams, and uh, Ghost Shizaki, and Dos Cores Cores. Dos Cores, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google them right now. That's a, that, that does sound like a hell of a bracket. I mean, even the the U.S. competitors alone. Um, yes, I won't go over. I will. I will save. Uh, save Brundon's bracket here. Um, I like his style. We've got a little bit of lap over, but I kind of went a little bit. I mean, Ring of Honor is pretty close, but um, I do like that he's got Charlie Haas and Char- Sheldon Benjamin in here. See. The my eight ring of honor people I have written down right now, I have both Haas and Benjamin. Let's see, I started mine. Um, yeah, I have Richards, O'Reilly, Mike Mondo, Mike Bennett, and Cedric Alexander. So far, so when I was hemming and hawing over this, I put Haas and Benjamin because those were the first two that came to my mind. Then I put down, I have Roddy. I got Bennett. I put in Kyle O'Reilly. I put in TJP. Nice. I was thinking about that too. I put in Davey Richards. I mean, it just makes and sense. I put Steve Carino in there. Nice. Because I would assume that scum would need to be a part of this somehow. <laughs> it just does. And it would be a thing where even if Carino didn't think he would win, he's like, or, because I don't want to say the pure titles beneath Kevin Steen, but he, he's the world champ right now. I mean, you could have Kevin Steen do it and be like, I'm Mr. Wrestling. 
it's the pure title. It's for wrestlers. Yeah. But I thought Carino would be a nice fit because I think it would let Carino wrestle a little more and kind of get away from the like just the roles of quarters and like yeah stuff like that. But he could maybe like shine as a wrestler a little bit more. Because you also have that thing where if you interfere, you're fired. Right. If you get caught, inter- well, if you get caught interfering, so that's think, true. If you get caught, so who do you uh, have? You know, another question to think about. It's not part of the question. But who would the judges be? Oh, let's add that. We would need three judges. That's a good question. In case that, especially if that final bout three-way goes to a draw, there's no winner. It's got to be a judge's decision. So, high-fivers, um, as uh, Will and Tom are a little behind here, uh, why don't you guys chime in? It'd be really cool to see what everyone else has got to say. Uh, so basically, I'm talking to you, Mr. David Henry Barter III, uh, our good friend, Mr. Eric Freeds, um, Travis, anybody else that's listening. Uh, yeah, give us your thoughts. You know, send it into you know, you got an extra week, and then we will wrap this tournament up uh, next week. And give us your judges. Yeah, even if you don't do a full 24, like just pick one. If you have a, an idea for, I mean, the Ring of Honor roster is not that big, but I mean, if you've got an idea of like your your eight internationals or your eight your like eight outside of Ring of Honor guys. Let's hear it. Yeah. And I've got two controversial picks too, so I don't know. Um man, Asian Joe got a gray mark order podcaster too. He was they the first need- one to post it. He he was number one. Then I found there was three in the world. I got I've, I posted my number two, so I don't know who the third one is. Damn it, Mark Order. You guys need to do this in green. Or gray. And I would say, nope, go for it in green. <laughs> Takashita's taking on Daniel Bryan, huh, next week? I'll see Takashita take a shit out here in a couple of these. Oh, man. You do know it's Takashita, right? I do know it's Takashita. I do. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, hey, take a sheet. Hey, buddy, come see Uncle Will. Say hi to the high fivers. Hell yeah, more cats. Go, oh, come here. Let's look at the game. Oh. Yeah. I, I saw a glimpse. Oh, there he is. No, that's me. Oh, now he's gone again. No, that's just my sweatshirt and the chair. Oh. Here you little bugger. So, um, thank you, Brendan. I do apologize. It's kind of abbreviated there. We will wrap this up. Uh, we will go in depth next week because I have a feeling TV might be a little similar. Uh, but will, as this is Ring of Honor Reverie, and we are revering in Ring of Honor, uh, we do have a little bit of TV per se to go over. Um, so this is really for first time listeners. So this is your first time. Listening to Ring of Honor Revelry, uh, we are dedicated. Yes, I will. Yeah, there's Will. Um, that's why you're openly nominated, Will, and I'm not. I'm just like, well, it's about goddamn time. Um, a man of the people. That's very true. This is what's called a Road Rage Edition. Obviously, if you're a fellow listener of the show or you've listened to some previous episodes, 
basically what Ring of Honor does after their pay-per-views, uh, they will their bigger pay-per-views, they will often put matches on from the pay-per-view. And this show is no different. Uh, so all three matches that we're doing to this week were we already reviewed. So if you want, we are gonna kind of go over them uh a little bit here, just staying with you know with the 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 format of the show. Uh, but if you want more in-depth analysis of these matches, I do go back. Uh, a couple episodes. I mean, uh, the episode we analyzed this was almost three hours long, so <laughs> we did go we did go deep. Uh, but yeah, this is, it's called Road Rage, and they picked three good matches. I was I uh, was pretty awesome. Uh, and the first match they had was Michael Elgin versus Roderick Strong, and like we've been talking about all year, finally the blow off uh, to this rivalry. But we did get this time, Will. I don't a weird promo from Truth Martini beforehand, uh, which was just awkward. And you may actually just want to watch like the first 30 seconds of, of TV because uh you know Truth Martini doesn't know if he's rooting for Elgin or for or for Roddy, but he says he literally doesn't know how he's gonna get off. Yeah, that's a quote, Will. Sounds like a lot of hoopla to me. Um, yeah, so he's trying to find some hoopla hotties to take his pants off. Um, so that was kind of weird. But yeah, great match. You know, it, it was a lot of fun, uh, like we talked about before. The ending though. And this is going to ring with me forever, Will. We, you know, you brought this up. What is in that book of truth? It's more it's, deadly than... It's worse than a steel chair. It's worse than a steel chair. It's worse than a doomsday device. It's worse than a figure four. Um, it's worse than a package pile driver. It's worse than, yeah, worse than a package pile driver through some ladders on some stairs. Uh, but you know it's not worse though one than will? Florida Heart, Key. I would say heartbreak. The uh, loss of a friend. Yeah, well. She's <laughs> way to bring it down, you know. Wait, watch, watch, watching your house of truth crumble down in front of you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not more deadly than a Florida Key that no one kicks out of. And uh, it's not more deadly than a one-winged angel that only one person um, has ever, ever kicked out of. But yeah, listen, I mean... It, Great match, like I said, shitty ending. Um, I don't want to say shitty. It's just weird the way this has been booked, but you know. And then at the end, they do show, you know, Roddy tells Truth Martini to go fly a kite, and then Michael Elgin's gonna power bomb. Um, I do still love how Truth was still on the mic, even though he was between Michael Elgin's legs. Um, and he did tell him to go fuck himself, so that was kind of fun. Uh, but after that, will. We get uh, the American Dragon or the American Wolves reunited versus Reed Dragon. So match. Well, obviously it wasn't the full match, right? No, it was a solid chunk of it, though. I mean, each of these matches probably got about between 10 and 12 minutes. Um, that match still could have been a lot more than what they made it. Yeah, it just. I think did. about. I, I still am actively like thinking about how they had a lot of really good pieces there, and they, they did like the weakest combination of them. Yeah, I mean, and Eddie Edwards may have shoot literally just got back from Japan, so I mean, he may have had jet lag issues. Um, yeah, they I mean, just did... like once, like once they all four of them that were there it was fine. I just. I can't let go of the fact I think it would have been better if Edwards came out with mid-match. Yeah. Um, they did show the, you know, the Mike Mondo program, you know, promo. He's going to be back in five five weeks instead of, you know, 
two years, and uh, that did kind of go over like a fart in church. Unfortunately, I know we're big fans of Mike Mondo. Um, but yeah, you know, and then Reed Dragon beats up Mike Mondo. Dave Richards comes out, and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, the match was okay. You know, it did end with a TKO as uh, Eddie Edwards did pretty much stomp Kyle O'Reilly unconscious, which was pretty vicious looking. That, that's you know? some good shit right there. I like that spot. Um, and then we, uh, the one thing they shouldn't have done is they have an American Wolves promo afterwards. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Eddie Edwards. You can take an ass whooping. Dave Richards, you are you are the man. Oh, sorry. I was nodding off just thinking about a promo between both of these guys. Not just one of them. Both and, of them. And yes, if I ever saw either of you in person, I would never say this to your face. I'm not gonna lie, but they're they're great athletes. I mean it's amazing. Davey Richards is an amazing athlete. Eddie Edwards, I've still not like super sold on. Not as familiar with I'm not as familiar with his his uh his current work. Yeah, I mean Eddie Edwards, I will always always give credit. Like he he does a great job of of the underdog getting his ass whooped and staying alive. Um, his offense is a little suspect. They were great as a tag team, um, but the Hunters are back. You know they're looking for to they're going to take over tag team wrestling, and uh, Davy Richards puts his the hunt is on tagline. Um, but the biggest thing I want to mention from this, though, is they did a little uh, a little vignette, you know, like showing the American Wolves in action. And uh, it's got David Richards with a shaved head and blue tights. Holy fuck, he looks like Dynamite Kid. Spot on. Like, that's it's kind, creepy. That's, that's kind of like he's going with now, right? Yeah, I mean, so obviously, you know, David Richards is continuing that, that uh, Dynamite Kid and uh, Chris Benoit you know, style, you know, hopefully it ends up better for him than did those two. Uh, but I, yeah, so I guess kind of my kids got a documentary out there that I watched, but David Richards actually narrated it. So uh, it's on high spots. Son of, son of Mitch, there you go. But they did show they're on the road a bunch this year. Uh, so coming up January 18th, they're in Dearborn, Michigan. This is a show that Will and I will be reviewing. Uh, and then January 19th, they are back in the Brew City, back in Milwaukee. We will also be reviewing this show. And then they're in Cincinnati. Oh, I forgot to mention they're in Baltimore for TV tapings. So they'll be back into Burns Arena uh, for the beginning of the year. And then uh, they're in Cincinnati in February and uh, their anniversary show back in Hammerstein in March. So, and then after that, we get the Adam Cole, Matt Hardy match. Um, some of the thing, nice things I said about this match beforehand, you know, with the review, I kind of take back. Matt Hardy's not over in Ring of Honor. No. No, he's not. Um, yeah, and make a long story short, you know, basically Matt Hardy uh, does win with a dick kick, you know, after he hockey shirts the referee and everything. So, um, you know, so now will the discussion starts? We we've discussed this before. Um, you know, we always ask at this time. You know, mm-hmm. if this is your first episode of Ring of Honor TV. Would you be hooked? Um, and this really applies. So. Let's say, yeah, you just randomly turn this on. Like I said, Will, would you tune in for more Ring of Honor just from what you saw this week? If I was brand new. Brand spanking new. Never seen Ring of Honor before. Never seen Ring of Honor before in my life. So I'm watching this, right? And I'm seeing, I'm like, oh, this wrestling is really nice. Ooh, Matt Hardy. 
and again, like as we point out, like if we were someone who didn't get the pay per views, I'd probably be down with this road rage thing. But we do. And you have to imagine that most of their more engaged fan base all probably dropped twenty dollars to get the iPaper. Yeah. And they probably went to ROHWrestling.com and got a DVD of uh, Border Wars or Hostile Takeover or Showdown in the Sun. Or... Yeah. Well, and then, uh, so, in an, not in a but in addition to that question, um, so let's say you are a Ring of Honor fan, you know, a pretty dedicated fan, but you didn't buy Final Battle. But what you watched it. Are you then? Well, I mean, let's let's say you're broke. I mean, and say life happens, or you're out of the country, or something just happened, or it just slipped your mind. I mean, life happens. Um, after watching this episode or hearing what I just told you, would you have gone back and bought Final Battle? It's this is like you said. This is tough because I, mean, I said we, we we do watch the pay per views. It's tough. We do watch the pay per views. Would it have enticed me? I don't know because I feel like. I still feel like my my feelings on a lot of stuff is because I did watch all this for the first time, you know, so it's like I don't know. I mean, obviously Roddy Elgin was really good. Yeah. But the other two matches they gave us just weren't really that good. They were okay. Yeah. And I get you're not going to give us like the main event. You're probably not going to give us the the triple threat tag match, but not yet. Not yet. Probably next week. Yeah. Um, and well, listen, what have got me to buy the pay per view off these? Probably not. Yeah, like I said, I mean, and also with the tag team match, you know, with with Reed Dragon versus the American Wolves, um, would it have been better if you'd never seen them wrestle before? Like I said, it's, I mean, it was built up. There's a lot of hype with this match. You know, we had a lot going into it. Um, I feel, so, I feel like I would have still found it weird That's like, Eddie Edwards isn't here. Okay. But then Eddie Edwards was there. Yeah. Like, well, I just... Maybe I would have assumed... That they just like cut stuff out, right, to make it all fit. Yeah, but I don't know. It's that's a, it's a tough question. I mean, I get what they're trying to do. You know, I, I mean, it seems like TV is really just a vehicle to get new fan. I mean, which is what it's supposed to be. You know, it, it's tough. Like I said, you, you know, they're in that tough position where, like, do you have TV to get new viewers or to keep the viewers you've got? I mean, you always want to be growing. Well, and isn't the idea of your free TV program to get people to buy pay-per-views, to buy DVDs, to buy merchandise? I mean, if I was starting out as a brand new fan, I'd be like, oh, well, I could buy the pay-per-view or I could just wait a week or two and I'll be able to watch pretty much the whole thing on... Yeah. It's kind of like before the days of the network, right? You'd, you'd watch an episode of Raw or SmackDown or whatever, and they wouldn't show you like recaps of 
the pay-per-view, you get stills, right? You get the audio behind it. So you really weren't yeah. getting any, like, you weren't really seeing anything. And they wouldn't even tell you who won. They would just imply it with what audio they give you, what yeah. images they choose to show you. Like, that so adds intrigue. So like that so makes you, you know what, maybe I still want to go back and watch that match. Yeah. I mean, other than that one snowstorm episode where they ran like the Royal Rumble on Raw or whatever, and had Dean Ambrose walking through the like the icy Hall of Fame or whatever, I don't know. Like, I feel like these Road Rage episodes only appeal if you're trying to get in like brand new people. Yeah. Because there's not enough there for people who are already watching. I mean, like, what you're saying is is we find out there, like, road schedule that's coming up, and we got a little bit of a promo from Truth Martini, and we got some comments from the American Wolves. Yeah, that was... that was, And none, none of that's really a selling point if you're tuning in on a regular basis. I mean, especially with, like, they're not really coming up to like the Northeast that much. You know, they come to New York, but they're like, they don't, you know, they're not coming to like Mass. They're not coming to Maine. They're not going to New Hampshire or Vermont. Yeah. So it's like if I live in Baltimore, it's like, hell yeah, they're coming down to Baltimore again. Or help, they're going to be at Hammerstein or they're going to be at. It's almost like uh, how like um, somebody mentioned it in the Wizards Discord when they're talking about AEW. It's like, wow, look how much more energized this crowd is when you're playing, a, you're in a market you're not at all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even even the road, you know, the ones coming up, I mean, obviously I'm glad they're coming back to Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee's a huge market for them, but they've already, they've already hit Cincinnati since we've been doing this. They've already hit Dearborn since we've been doing this. They already hit Milwaukee. Um, you know, and obviously they're doing Baltimore, so... It's interesting, so... Um, it would be, I think, because there's always a way... It would have been interesting if they put out the Road Rages as, like, a supplemental program. Yeah. Where, like, if you want to get... Don't even make it, like, a full half hour. Make it a 10-minute video. You get a couple-minute highlights from a handful of matches, and it's, like, buy the pay-per-view. Yeah, but don't make that your programming. Because like we talked about last week, they they're taping matches that aren't getting out there. They're putting on matches that people aren't seeing beyond the live crowd. Yeah, that's cool. Like last week when we got to see Papa Briscoe in, in the ring. It's like do stuff like that. Do some best ofs. Go through. It's like here's what we consider like not like necessarily like title matches, but it's like. Just to recap, it's like, hey, remember we did Fighting February? You know, show some stuff from that first episode. <laughs> Don't show the all the rest of it. it. All the rest of it wasn't that good. Yeah. Or you pick a wrestler. It's like, you know what? We're going to say Mike, let's say Mike Bennett is our yeah. standout star. Like, show a couple matches from a bunch of matches. Show a couple highlights from the final battle. Or the, yeah, from the final battle match. Great. You could yeah. do that for a couple weeks until you're out taping again. 
Like yeah. here's a here's a best of Bennett or here's like, you know, Michael Cole's 2012 or not Michael Adam Cole's 2012. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Michael Cole had an epic at 2012, so um probably getting his feet smothered in barbecue sauce and yeah, it's it's unique, you know. And to break down the fourth wall, I mean, fighting February almost killed this pot. Oh, um, fighting February almost killed this podcast. Um, you know, that was that was some tough sled, but I'm glad it hasn't gotten that bad since. But um, it's well, will it's always such a bummer because that first episode was, was really epic. good. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, we are fucking. It's like, if we're gonna get this every week, this is tight. Like, let's go. Yeah, and, and then, then we did not get pay per view quality main events the rest of February. No, we didn't. So, but we're a positive podcast. We try to keep it positive. Um, so I have a feeling next week is probably also going to be your old rage. Uh, which three matches would you pick for next week? So I mean, what's left? So you know, we got the we got the the street fight. Mm-hmm. We've got, we got lethal, no. and Ryan, lethal and Rhino. That's definitely going to be on there. Yeah, and I could see them throwing on the Nana R.D. Evans. Yeah, and then Jerry Lynn, and then uh, because if you Jerry- want to have the because you have the story going with Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal had the big thing with Champa all year. Yeah, and then they got Jerry Lynn versus Mike Bennett, and then um. The tag team title match. That tag team title match, spoiler alert, will probably come into play in next week's episode with our pure title tournament. That's all I'm going to say. I dropped a nugget there, so. Um, yeah, I would probably. Would you, you would put Nana and uh, Artie Evans on TV? I don't see them putting. The Jerry Lynn match on TV. I feel like you don't need to show the whole Nana Artie Evans thing. Like you, they're probably going to show all of Lethal Rhino, which they should. I mean, once again, Rhino is a a recognized. He's not as recognizable as Matt Hardy, but he's a face. And like you said, this they've been pushing. He's also, this shit. he's also recognizable to a different crowd, right? Like even. Paul Heyman has said that if ECW stuck around, it probably would have become more of like a ring of honor yeah. kind of thing. So, I mean, you're going to get that older crowd, or if like kids like, ooh, he's like, I knew Rhino because he was on SmackDown. Yeah. When he, when he came in and did that, that's how I knew him. I didn't know him as an ECW guy. So, you know, kid stops and, you know, they're flipping channels or whatever. He's like, they tape it or whatever because they hear about it. And they're watching it, you know, older brother or dad or, you know, whoever, yeah. mom's, you know, much younger boyfriend, whoever walks through. And it's like, dude, fucking rhinos on here. Yeah. Let's go. Like, let's let's check this out. I mean, I would I would definitely put lethal rhino. I would probably after that, probably put some highlights, just highlights of Nana versus. Um, right, you, really, you really just need the end, right? When Champa comes back, yeah. And then I think personally, they would show Jerry Lynn versus Mike Bennett. And then, it's, like you said earlier, you could do like a, a five minute thank you, Jerry Lynn promo. 
you know, oh, say, hey, I, is- I really wouldn't want to see all that stuff again. <laughs> you didn't even do your you didn't even do your homework, Will. People don't expect me to do anything right. You gotta watch Nigel versus Jerry Lynn. You're totally gonna change your mind. Jerry Lynn can fucking go. That's how I'm, I'm sure you. he can. Or could one of the one of the best pile drivers in the business. Yeah. Um, so that's how I book TV next week. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see how close. Well, I'll I'll text you tomorrow when I watch TV. It lets you know how close we are. So, um, but will uh, you know? Obviously, as this is our our one year anniversary, and 2012 is wrapping up. Uh, first and foremost, obviously, I want to thank you uh, for doing this with me. Um, even minus all your self deprecating comments, uh, you're you're you are, glutton for punishment, Tom. You really are. It's a crock of shit, Will. So you do get high. I mean, you do get lots of compliments, and I'm I'm thankful to have you. But um, you know, we'll do all the thank you. Well, we already did the thank yous earlier. But what's been a big highlight for you so far in, in 2012? You know, I mean, next year we'll actually be a little bit more organized. Will and I will actually have like a Maybe. spreadsheet. Maybe. And, uh, <laughs> well, like I can always I can always farm out the spreadsheet if I have to. Um, right. <laughs> um. But I mean, just things that stick out, you know, that that stick out, matches, moments, people, meals that you've had while recording the podcast. Try not to eat dinner on the podcast. Why not? I do it all the fucking time. I don't. Usually, when we eat on the podcast, it leads to an argument or a fight. Or, well, I mean, that's that, big... that, that that's probably the greatest memory, right? We're like what two episodes in, and we had the big olive debate, <laughs> the, the olive debacle, and I can't believe that everyone sided with you. So, smile right here. It's this DHB, smile. You guys are you guys are on my shit list. I think Brendan was rolling with me, but I don't know. I'm going to olive heavy in 2013 with it or 20. <laughs> we'll be recording. To, I I always have it's. I have to admit, like I said, my mindset is that we're in 2013. At least for a couple hours a week, but 2023, I am going olive heavy, uh, not just because it's going to piss Will off, just because my wife wants me to live longer. She doesn't want to have to sell you all my wrestling t-shirts any sooner than she has to. I mean, I think, you know, obviously the big takeaway was Mike Mondo, right? Yeah. Never would have thought Mike Mondo would have been. I mean, his the showing at the end of the year is kind of a like definitely a downer, like definitely yeah. way down from what. He was at, I and mean, you know, is that location? Is it the crowd? Right? Is Brooklyn is is Hammerstein just too smarky to to it, cheer for a Mike Mondo? And it, you know, that I mean, honestly, that could be it. It's is that part that, of is that part of the reason Matt Hardy's not as over? Right? Is it that smarky crowd? You know, I think actually you probably nailed it on on the head. And his reaction to his lack of being over wasn't very good. Normally, usually he's better at that, but. I mean, the guy does have a broken foot, too, so I'm sure, you know. Seeing Steen, good stuff. Seeing seeing Mike Bennett get some great, like, singles matches. I mean, obviously, they put a lot of stock in him because he's getting the matches with Lance Storm, with Homicide, with with Jerry Jerry Lynn. Lynn. So I would say things like that. I mean, I was like, Jay Lethal, it's like, he's okay. He's still very new. Yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of people who are going to eventually get to be really good, but they aren't quite there yet. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the new crop coming up. Um, I think that Matt Taven's going to have a big 2013. I really do. Him and Silas, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you like you mentioned last week. I mean, all all, all arrows are pointing to Jay Lethal. You know, yeah, because um, he's he's got the he's the one who's against the authority, right? And that's always the big storyline, right? That's your Steve Austin. That's your yeah Hulk Hogan versus Vince McMahon. That's your you know, that's it's an easy story to sell. Yeah. That was Kevin Steen's whole story in 2012 was being against Jim Cornette. And Jay Lethal actually took out Jim Cornette. (laughs) Yeah, physically. You know, and going into 2013, I am interested in seeing, you know, I wonder how much of this Cornette thing, I mean, is he gone, gone? Or is he just, like, gone from TV? Is he still booking? Um, You know, Final Battle definitely had some some Nigel-esque moments, but definitely still had some fucking Jim Cornette moments. You know, hopefully now that, you know, even if Cornette is going, hopefully Mondo does continue to because Mondo is a Cornette guy. Um, you know, like we referenced in, in the podcast last week, you know, that, that Car- and I was fascinated to hear that because Cornette loved Mondo and we do too. Um, I, I hope so. Generico. Because I, I don't get that. Um, you know, and it's tough to say, you know, and you you said El, you said Generico and Elgin was not or uh, Generico and uh, Seam was not your match of the year, right? It was really good, but I think I picked Steen Elgin from Glory by Honor. Yeah, that was just so much fucking fun. You had the moment oh. where he hit the pile driver. And it didn't do it. So it's like, what's he going to do now? And then he's like, he's not going to do a pack. Of course, I'm saying this as a fan now where, I mean, we see all sorts of shit off the corner. But, I mean, 2012, a package pile driver off the second rope. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I do want to shout out one thing that's been huge, and I really think an, an unsung hero uh, for Toy 12, even through bullshit fighting February, and some of the dog shit he's been given. Kevin Kelly just fucking kills it. Um, you know, at the, at the like the clip I put at the end of last week's episode, you know, just Kevin Kelly and Nigel during that Davy Richards. I mean, rewatching that Davy Richards Elgin match, that was match of the year. Um, just listening to Kevin Kelly and Nigel just going off. It's always cool because they're right at ringside. It's really cool when they see like Nigel like just jumping up and screaming and pointing and stuff. I love shit like that. So the commentary teams have really Really, I mean, they've been giving some dog shit. Let's face facts. Um, they've been some really great stuff. But, yeah, Kevin Kelly has definitely been the glue uh, that, that's really kept us together. And, obviously, we want to show Kevin Kelly because we actually got to hear the words Shining Wizards podcast on Wrestle mm-hmm. Kingdom in front of millions of people. That was wild. Um, and shout out to Baby Club Sealer, um, Mr. Rob Domingo and uh, Elaine Domingo were in the building for Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, so Rob will be back on the podcast here soon. So um, this has been a lot of fun, Willis, and I, I do appreciate. It. I know you like to pick on yourself, but um, this would be really hard to do without you. You know, and so I, I want to take a moment, like, even though I did gripe about him potentially kind of like taking away from the show, the fact that somebody like you know wrestlers like Steve Carino 
as they're winding down their in-ring career can segue into something else and still be a part and still be on TV. Yeah. Like, I didn't like a lot of the jokes. I mean, I will say that was one thing that kind of stuck out is just a yeah. lot of the Nigel's lines about Maria, Carino's lines kind of like more like the Special Olympic stuff. Like, the, the Steve Carino stuff is more of like a personal taste thing, but like, there some of the, the commentary lines were a little little gross. But do you think that Carino, do you, do you Carino's think great on commentary. Can't wait for him to be the, the full-time commentator. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, if you don't know, Kevin Kelly and Carino have a solid run as commentary for Ring of Honor TV. Um, do you think uh, – ooh, is that smoke? Can you see smoke us? I saw, him, I saw him for a second. Now you're both gone. Hey, Smokes. Say it to Uncle Will. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he goes. Oh, Smokus. She's the girl. She's Queen Smokus. You're Queen so Smokus. pretty, Smokus. You're such a good girl. Um, Hopefully, I, you know, I wonder the Nigel creepy stuff with Maria. Um, You think that stops with Cornette being gone? Do you think that's a Cornette thing, or do you think that's just him being rogue? I wonder how much Cornette was in their ears for this stuff. It. It's tough because some of it did feel kind of forced. Like some of it did feel kind of shoe in, show, shoe. Yeah, but for that, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah, I'm picking like, up what you're putting down. It's not like not. It's because it's how blatant a thing it is, right? It's like the Jerry Lawler things are like so blatant. It's like Jerry. I'm not saying Jerry Lawler is not a creep, but to the the point. That it was pushed, you know, it's like that seems a little, you know, what I mean, like they, they all right, crank it to like 15. Yeah, Chico, don't scratch the couch. Um, overall, Will, I said 2012, how would you rate your, your Ring of Honor viewing experience? I think their first year of TV. Yeah, and we do have to remember that too. I actually I forgot to mention that. I mean, this is I I think I'd give the overall experience like a C plus. If we're looking just at obviously if we're including pay-per-views, it would go up. But with yeah. our primary focus being specifically that we want to focus on the Ring of Honor TV product, I think the TV product had some really strong moments. And I think, especially towards the end of the year, with the exception of the Road Rage episodes, like they did really well. Yeah. But then you have a lot of stuff like the, the start of the year was rough. Yeah. The start I mean, of the year was really rough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, we do, I mean, we do forget they are only 68 episodes in into their TV. Um, yeah. Maybe there's a couple weeks to do some decent, do some research. Kind of figure out who was backstage and who was really running what, and I mean, how much experience do they have? Um, you know, unfortunately, yeah, like I said, with with the timing of a final battle, just the way the show was laid out was a little wonky. You know, I know we already talked about it, but I mean, I don't know why you don't have a street fight with a bunch of shit in the ring and then intermission. But you know, it, it is what it is. You know, so yeah, I think TV. I mean, C plus, B minus, yeah, for sure. Just TV, you know, probably closer to a B minus for the simple fact they are kind of learning on the spot. 
Um, you would think with the, with the funding of a billion dollar fucking communication media conglomerate that was behind them, we don't know. I mean, personally, I always viewed Sinclair's uh, broadcasting group as this was a, a write off for them, kind of a throwaway, unfortunately. But you know, but what you, the fuck you, do I know? I mean, Cornette has enough experience. You assume, like in the production booth and all that, that he could. Say, here's what I've got to work with. Here's how many episodes of TV I need to make. Stitch this stuff together and said it. Sometimes it just felt like, well, we got nothing. So it is what it is. Yeah. So, but I mean, obviously, if you throw in the, the pay per views and the house shows, um, you know, that definitely does, you know, bump it up. I'd probably see B plus overall over here. Um, you know, if, if, we're, if we're putting everything in, I'd say I'd probably go look at a B minus. Is that bad? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of teetering on like the C C plus for just TV alone. Yeah. You know, I won't harp on like the audio issues. Yeah, I mean that was I mean a lot of that right. is just how they were recording. Yeah. But just just the timing of things. You know, like on TV, listen, I mean, they spoiled the fact that Eddie Edwards came, you know, came back soon. And obviously they're, they're talking about stuff, you know, that they taped, taped six weeks ago. Um, you well, know, that's they, the thing, too. It's like, you know, to go back to the start of the year, it's like we saw Briscoe's Wrestling Series tag team. Like every episode for like six months. Yeah, and street fights and anything goes matches and. You know, last man standing matches and who's got the most teeth matches and, you know. So then when they throw out, like, the TJP for, like, one of the three appearances he made in the year, it's like, oh, he's still there. Or they throw out, like, Chris Silvio. Or they throw out... Uh, Tadarius Thomas. A Tadarius Thomas, a Mike Seidel. I mean, a couple times they rolled out Silas Young. Yeah, I think Silas Young's going to have a bigger a bigger role. Well, yeah. obviously. Well, last, yeah. Last real man. Yeah. So I was actually just talking with Silas today. Um, with uh, I don't have a bell. Ding. Yeah, with my name drop. Yeah, I didn't talk to Silas to talk about it. But, uh, but yeah, actually, Will, so I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, I know this is totally not uh, wrestling related, but I don't give a shit. It's our podcast. We do what we want. Uh, Faith and I did something for the first time ever in our in our relationship. Tom, are you sure you want to talk about this on there? I do, I do, I do. It's 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 PG thirteen. Um, so Will, we went to a record store today. Our my favorite record oh, yeah. store in the, in the whole world. You'll never guess what happened. You bought a record. Actually, I did not buy a record at the record store. I bought a record at the bookstore. But I did buy a gift certificate. But for the first time ever, my wife spent twice as much money in the record store than I did. My wife. Yeah, I mean, it's all Taylor Swift records, but... I was going to say she picked up some T-Swift. Yep. So, some rare ones, too, I guess. So, um, yeah, shout out to Rushmore Records. Uh, soon to be uh, sponsors of Ring of Honor Revelry and Marking Out with High Five Tom, so that's good. Let's so, we're going to get it. some sponsors, so... Um, yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean, 12, 2012, I thought it was a relatively positive experience. You know, I think it's pretty cool. I really don't know anyone else that's doing what we're doing. 
you know, which is cool. And if there are people out there doing uh, Ring of Honor TV podcasts, hit us up. We'll we'll um, cannot conglomerate, um, collaborate. Um, yeah, buy us out, take our shares. You know. <laughs> um, and speaking of collaborations, we do have some uh, Ring of Honor every extra content coming out here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so the people that know know. Uh, but Will, yeah, other than that, um, you know, anything else you want to put over? You got any final thoughts or, you know, any matches you want to put over, what you're looking forward to in 2013? No. No, just like I said, if I'm going to try to watch more wrestling, go to more live wrestling, so I'll, I'll let people know if they're in the area. Uh, Ring of Honor related, it's not happening around me, but uh, oh, is it Prestige or Wrestling Revolver? I don't remember which one is which or which one has it, but uh, the Ring of Honor pure title is going to be defended. Uh, Wheeler Yuta versus JT Dunn. No shit. Pure rules match. That's I have cool. to find. I have to find the the stream of that. Huh. If they if they do one. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you would assume Tony Khan would fork over some, you know, a couple extra ducats to hey, get my, you know, TV title or my peer title, you know, out there. So, and I got to get to more wrestling. I'd like to hit Limitless Wrestling this year. They run out of Maine. I've never been to a Beyond Wrestling show. Our friend uh, Mike Peterson was just at the big wrestling open. Yeah, he's got his Emmy Sakura shirt signed. That's cool. Warhorse. Uh, I mean, I saw the lineup. I'm like, I really wish. Yeah, their heavy lights of crown show is always a lot of fun. Um, how far is Limit- Limitless in Maine from you? It's a bit of a drive. That's the thing that stopped me is it's like a two-hour drive that I have to do by myself at night afterwards. Unless I wanted to fork over money to like crash somewhere. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's like a two-hour drive. It'd be a little rough to do in like a single night. That much okay. driving. Ooh. Oh, Chico, look at oh, look at that. It's Uncle Will. Say hi. <laughs> there you so go. Say hi, boys. <sighs> yeah. Um, well, Will, that's what I said earlier, but thank you. Um, you know, it's been a lot of fun. We're, you, not, we're not going anywhere. We do have nine more years of this. You know, it does get a little hairy during the pandemic, so we'll see what, what we do in 2030. Um Jesus, am I going to be alive by then? We'll see. Um, twenty twenty nine is going to be a little interesting when the alert leak first left. Oof. Uh, things got a little hairy there. So, um, but yeah, Brundon, I I do apologize. We did not fully do your question of dishonor. We will do a, your question of dishonor. It's it's honor. Uh, next week, we've kind of started. Um, I really like your bracket. Um, wish you good to go, but yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm talking you, Eric Freed, talking to you, Mr. David Henry Barther. Get us, uh, get us some brackets or some pure 2013 wrestlers. You'll see your battle for the pure titles. So cool. Well, Will, anything else? I know I said it already, but is there anything else? Last thing for uh, I hit the official uh, get the fuck off the podcast button. No, thanks, VGM. Thanks for hosting the show, Tom. Yeah, thanks for steering the ship. And uh, shouts out to our wives, right? Yeah. Our, uh, well, at least in my case, way better better half. So I don't know why she puts up with me, but at least I'm fucking funny. So 
looks on everything on that. Later, high fivers.